Today, we're going to help you control your money stress. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is sponsored by Family First Credit Union. When it comes to financial education, earning and learning go hand in hand. And Family First is here to help you and the greater Rochester community with both. Money stress weighs heavy on a lot of people. So if you are constantly worrying about money, you definitely are not alone. When you're stressed, no matter what the cause of your stress is, you're holding yourself back from making money. So here we go. We got lack of money causes stress and stress creates lack of money. So we got to help you break out of this cycle, break out of this pattern. We're going to help you today from Balanced Life Health Coaching. Lori Nolan joins the conversation. Thank you. you. I am well. Thank you. You are like the perfect person to help us out with this. Okay. (laughs) That's right. Go me. (laughs) Well, because you spend so much time in the financial industry. Okay, so you understand money. And now with your new practice, you know how to manage the stress of money. Yes, that's my former career Uh and um, our family business. So I grew up in financial services and then went on to become, um, that's what got me here to Rochester actually 15 years ago. I took the position of disability income specialist. So what that basically was is I was an inside wholesaler. They manufactured a disability income product. So I would call on financial planners throughout all of Rochester and brokers and licensed agents and um, educate them and help them with their clients on protecting their income. Okay. And an insurance, specifically disability insurance, kind of gets confusing for some people. So it's really important that we do understand it. Yes, absolutely. Because I mean, if we all think that, um, okay, if I get sick or injured, New York State, DBL, um, I'll go on Social Security. It's really hard to get Social Security. So protecting your income is really the most important thing. I mean, life insurance is one thing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's important to cover your family for future when you pass away. That's just a given. You are going to pass away. Disability is kind of like an unforeseen thing. Maybe I'll get disabled. Maybe I won't. Um, And that means a lot of different things in the parameter of insurance. What constitutes your disability and going out on disability. Mm -hmm. So protecting your income, especially if you're a, you know, an income earner in your family. So you grew up, you said family business. So Mm -hmm. your dad really started this, right? So Mm -hmm. you grew up around finances. Was he very open with you about, you know, being smart with your money? Yes, I will say that my dad leads by example. The one thing my dad has always done and continues to do, and I see it come back a zillion fold, no exaggeration, he's a giver. People that give just get. And it doesn't always mean money, but a lot of times the money does follow the giving, if that makes sense. A lot of times we have this perception, if I just hang on to it, you know, I need to do this with it or that with it. The more you protect it that way and you don't have a generous heart, Mm. um, he's just a giver. And then he's received abundantly. It's a common theme with a lot of the Mm -hmm. guests that we have on the podcast. They say... If you're bringing value to someone else, if you're doing good for someone else, somehow the money just follows or everything yeah. falls into place. Yeah, it's it's true. I've seen it in my own, not just my own family, 
um, other people. And it's just, it's, it's like a phenomenon, you know, because we're just like, no, 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 I got to squander all my money away. And then, you know, rainy days or this and that. It's like, give it. Just give. And, and, and plus, be smart. Save. Invest. Right? Not be stupid. Well, <laughs> but okay, so there's a fine line because a lot of women especially tend to give a little too much where they will sacrifice what they need to be doing in order to give. Yes. So there is a, um, <laughs> you'll hear me probably talk, we'll get to it, but mindfulness, being mindful. And I know it's a very loosely used term these days. Everyone's talking about mindfulness. What does that mean? You know, yeah. but just being mindful. What are my, you know, what are my, um, my obligations financially at home? What are my obligations to my savings, my future, discretionary? So setting some boundaries, being mindful. So, but, but giving. And if that's part of what you want to do with your finances, there's no better feeling, seriously, than giving. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your time, your money, a possession, anything. There's just no better feeling. It's so healing. There are more and more women who are becoming interested in finances, right? They're realizing, okay, I got to learn this stuff because statistics say that women outlive men, right? Mm-hmm. We're becoming more engaged. Yep. There's still yes. a lot more women we need to have jump on this bandwagon. And if you're listening right now to this podcast, you're one of those women that you get it. You understand mm-hmm. this is important. You working in the financial field at a time where really you were outnumbered. Correct. I mean, back in the 90s and in, in the early decade of the 2000s, it was a man's world. Um, and I know when I would. So here I am, an internal wholesaler knocking on the doors of other financial planners. And they look at me like. Shouldn't she be behind a desk? Like, aren't you an administrative assistant or, you know, so it was hard to be recognized as a, you know, a full-fledged financial service person in a very heavily male-dominated industry. You know, men got the recognition. I'm not saying it was really that biased, but it was hard as a woman to make my way where they thought, aren't you just a secretary or, or an admin? How'd you overcome that? It's difficult, truly. I mean, you you have to be sure of yourself and have some confidence. And I think once you gain confidence and you start seeing some success, um, you become an expert in your field. And I had to become an expert in disability insurance, Mm -hmm. knowing my competition, knowing what my company manufactured, how it could help certain advisors. I had to go to the ones that I knew were calling on our target market, if you will. So I had to become an expert. And once you're an expert at something, or even you feel super, super comfortable at, it's just, then it becomes easy. You know, you, your real self starts to show your confidence starts to come through. So finances though, I feel like you don't need to be an expert in order to confidently be in control of your finances. Albeit we all want to be an expert and it would be great if we knew everything, but I think a lot of people are just BSing their way through it, to be honest with you. I, I agree. I, because, you know, how many times have you read something in, in Forbes or some other money magazines or something, and they give you statistics and they give you a quotient or a percentage, you should be saving this much, you should be putting this much away. And it's always changing. Yeah. Digress. Same thing with food. 
it's like mind blowing. What what should I be doing? That's what that's when it becomes intimidating mm-hmm. and confusing mm-hmm. for so many of us. And, and we, really, it's just very simple, right? What are the simple financial rules that you have followed that you live by? Okay, so some people make a set paycheck, right? You know, you make this amount of money weekly, biweekly, or if you're commission driven, completely different. Mm-hmm. So the one you're not in control of, but you can control. So if you make, let's just say, $500 a week, that's it. You know what you're making. If you are in a commission-driven industry like I used to be in, okay, my performance drives that number. So I still have control over that. If I don't want to perform, I'm going to make less money. Mm -hmm. So some of the hard and fast rules are just know your bottom line, right? What is your mortgage? What is your rent? What, you know... Create an Excel spreadsheet. Create, use any tool that you have to for creating a bottom line. My mortgage, my bills, my food, my entertainment, break it all out. Back in the day, the most successful I was personally with my finances, no lie, I use the envelope system. I know it's crazy. There's, there is a guy that teaches a course on that, and um, it's the old-fashioned envelope system. Put your, money, wrong with it. put your money in an envelope. I had this when I was a single mom. I mean, this was my grocery money. This was my entertainment money. When it ran out, that's it. I was not putting stuff on a charge card. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had a paid-for home. It was wonderful. I didn't have debt. And it was a great feeling and a stress reliever. Look at how you said that, though. When you said, I didn't have debt, a little quieter than you said anything else. That I've noticed to be a female trait. We're almost ashamed to brag that we're financially in a good spot, right? Isn't that? I think we do. We, we are. Yes. I think anybody is. We're Women like, especially. Uh, for some reason, we undervalue ourselves, oh, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody that's a mother? <laughs> I mean, come on now. What, what's our biggest fear? We're going to mess up our kids. We're not going to yeah. do enough for them. Are we doing enough for them? Our family? I mean, you know, and then in the workplace, same thing. We don't, we don't value what we bring. Didn't you say you saw a study that it's it's really neurologically? Yes, because what I do now in my career now is, is a health coach. I read a lot. I research a lot. Um, neuronutrient therapy is a real big bend of mine. I love that. And just read a study that said women particularly, the way our neurotransmitters are, mm-hmm. and I don't have the study here with me, but um, we tend to not feel as authentic. We tend to not feel as valuable. We, we tend to question ourselves a mm. lot. And I don't know neurologically why that is, but it's a common thread. Yeah. So recognize it. Yeah. So somebody feels that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not alone, sister. <laughs> We're all fighting this fight together. And yeah. we get to remind each other. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Any other, before we move on and, and talk about how to alleviate some of this stress and how we can live this balanced life, Um, Any other financial lessons or rules you could share with us? I don't know if it's a rule or a lesson. Um, My pastor at church once, he just gave gave a great series on creating space. Mm. Space gives us freedom. And he said, so when, whether it's time or money or anything, you need some space so you're not always stressed and angsting. Right. So if you're living right at the edge of a paycheck, you're stressed out because what if the hot water tank goes? What if somebody gets sick? What if? 
create some space, whether that's a savings account, a money market account, whatever that space is, it gives you a little room to breathe. Yeah. So in case something does happen and space and time, you know, if you've got 20 minutes to get somewhere, don't just set 20 minutes to get there. Set 30 minutes. That 10 minutes is a great space to relax. I love it. Love it. Okay. (laughs) We're going to talk about some practical steps now you can take to overcome the stress. But first, Seven Figures is sponsored by Family First Credit Union, local financial products and services designed with you in mind to help you and your family save and spend smarter. From Balanced Life Health Coaching, Lori Nolan is here with us teaching us how to control our stress levels because it is all connected, right? Oh, sister, yes, it is. Um, One of the things I use in my coaching practice is something I call the circle of life. I know I've showed it to you, and it looks like a pie chart, and there's multiple pieces on there, but the four main players finances slash career, physical activity, spiritual practice, and our relationships. They're all interconnected. Mm. So you could be super wealthy, right, with a big savings and retirement portfolio and investments and just feel like garbage. So the finances don't make us well, and our health doesn't make us wealthy. It's, it's all interconnected. Our finances a lot of times make us sick and stressed. When you have stress, you can't move forward. You can't no, if, be financially successful because you're so stressed about things. How many? And it blocks creativity, right? So many people are so work, 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 money, 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 money mm-hmm. driven that their family life suffers, their marriage suffers. I just saw a really awesome um, Lewis Holmes. I don't know if you follow him on any social media. He's awesome. It's the school of greatness. And he just had this really quick video out about, you know, watch this before you go to work today. And basically he's saying, take a vacation. You need to just recharge your batteries. How many of us are just so connected to the phone, emailing, you're at work when they don't even really need you there? Like, recharge, reconnect. Yeah. I know that your dad is one of your big role models. He is a magnificent man. Mm -hmm. And he really is self-made. But he worked really, really hard. He was that person in the office all the time. Mm-hmm. He was. I remember being little and my mom would pack up me and my brother and we'd go play in the conference room and see my dad. And, you know, but at the same time, he was always in my space. If, <laughs> you know, he was always there. Okay. You know, giving me a book to read, always interacting with me, family game time, family time, family time. He worked hard, but somehow he was so present in my world. And, you know, I'm just super blessed to have him because he displayed a great relationship with my mom. They have an amazing marriage to this day, um, 53 years later. And just he's just a great human example. Not a perfect guy, but, you know, he just does the right stuff. And he has his pie chart all balanced. Oh, or yeah. as balanced as it can be. So I'm working on there. him a little bit with a food issue, but whatever. All right. So help us get to that level. When you sit down with clients, what are some things that you tell them? Okay, here's what practical advice, things that we can take today and say, all right, let me really think about that and implement it. So, yeah, so one of the first appointments when I, when I first meet with people, just to kind of get a snapshot of their life, we do look at the circle of life. 
and I have them do this connection and they, they inspect it and they're like, wow, I didn't really realize that my finances and career are so low or my relationships were that bad or my social life is really lacking. So if it happens, we're talking about finances today, if it happens to be in the world of finance, um, you know, just as much as they'll divulge to me in the beginning and just encouraging them, if you're not working with a financial person, go talk to one. They're financial doctors. They, they get you headed in the right direction. You know, mm-hmm. if they, they don't know where to start or they don't know how to budget or they don't know how to, what, what do I put in my 401k? You know, that's, that's not my personal area of expertise. But there are people that do that all day long and just encouraging them, but making them aware, I guess, awareness that the finances are, are really playing a, a detrimental part, if it is a detrimental part, in their whole overall health and well-being. Awareness is big, though, because sometimes you don't even realize that you're hurting yourself, your stress level, you're always tired because of your lifestyle, what you're eating, um, you know. How active you are, right? Are- yeah, I mean, sleep. We're up all night, um, worrying, thinking. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I, you know, thinking about work, thinking about this bill is due tomorrow. How am I going to do that? I've got fourteen meetings scheduled. You know, all, we're all wired that way. A lot of us. Um, unfortunately, some people do. You know self-medicate and some other things just to try to escape it. But I think really honestly dealing with these four major areas of our life really contributes to our overall health and well-being. So if you are up all night worried about the money or the what you got to do with the kids the next day, your meetings at work, how do you rest your mind? How do you calm yourself and, and manage the stress? It's, it's A, being willing to be mindful of that. Um, I myself, when, I, when that has happened to me, I have to just do some breathing exercises. Seven in, four hold, eight out. Do that a few times, get some oxygen flowing again. Um, there are some really cool tapping techniques. I, I won't even get into that today. EFT tapping, people with anxiety and restless mind, they can tap and they can, you know, get themselves to a soothing place again. There's a lot of, you know, pray. If, if you pray, if you meditate, whatever you do, just Remind yourself, this is not the time right now to be thinking these thoughts. I can think about this when the alarm goes off and deal with this later. This is my designated time to sleep. And sleep is everything. Seriously, you know, gives us energy, gives us life, gives us the ability to make money and and have successful relationships and want to go to the gym and all those things. Yeah. You know? So is that the, the first thing that you would, if we were to say, okay, three things. Walk away with these three tips, these three things that could move you closer towards managing your stress. Would that be the first one? Just be mindful of what is eating up yes, more absolute, of your headspace? Correct. Mindfulness would be number one. Taking an evaluation of how am I taking care of myself personally? Am I spending 80 hours a week at work? Am I, giving, am I pouring out more than I'm pouring back in? What's coming in, right? The jar is just flowing, You've got to do some self-care, women especially. Mm-hmm. We have such a hard time with doing anything for ourselves. We feel a lot of guilt. Oh, I, I can't go to the gym for an hour. I feel guilty. I should be with the kids. I should be at work. I should be, you know, I can't go to the spa. I can't get a massage. How frivolous. But no, that's self-care. That's, that's nourishing to your soul and your being. And then 
when we have more poured into us, we can pour more back out. It's 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 back to like the giving and the money, right? So it is so true. But it, we feel almost like we're cheating, don't yes. we? Like we're cheating on the family. Yes. I book all my spa appointments during the day when nobody knows. I know. How horrible is that? I know. <laughs> What'd you do today, mommy? You know, just worked. Work all yeah. day. I know. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. I don't know either. And, and I, I schedule certain things when I know that I, what if I could be with my husband or I try not to schedule things when I know he's home so I can spend time Me, with him. Yes. And it's just like, well, I don't want to schedule that with a girlfriend, you know, when I can do that with another time with them because, you know, but that's the way we're wired. But mm-hmm. so, so mindfulness would be number one. I think self-care would be number two, really thinking about how we're taking care of ourselves. You know, and then and if you are struggling in these areas, I think just getting real with yourself and maybe getting some support and help in in that area, if that makes sense. Yeah. Being mindful, taking care of ourselves doesn't mean you have to just blow your whole day. But if it means blowing a whole day, blow it. And then you just get right back the next day and be rejuvenated. Okay, And it puts you in a good spot where. Mm-hmm. The juices will be flowing. You'll be more productive. The money will start pouring in yes. because you you are more creative, right? You Oh, yeah. You're yeah. more relaxed to think about what you need to do next to make it happen. You have to get yourself plugged into to you. You have to put good stuff in. Uh, I read something interesting. It was great. And it said, our diet is more than what we eat. It's mm. what we listen to, where we go, who we hang out with. I mean, that's our whole, maybe it wasn't our diet, our, our health or our diet, something like that it was Everything we do comprised into one. What we're, you know, listen to the voice inside your head. You know, if it's like this negative track, you're not good enough. You don't make enough money. You're not smart enough. That's just crazy talk. Change that. Change the self-talk. I am good enough. I am worth it. I am valuable. How can we get a hold of you? How can we tap into your expertise a little bit more? I am on Facebook, Balance Life Health Coaching, um, Lori Nolan, Lori Nolan HC on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn or my website, www.balancelife.life, which is currently, and I'm excited to say, being really cool, um, revamped and reconstructed, but still workable. So yeah, go on and check that out. Or my email is attached to all that as well. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you so my much. pleasure. Now that we feel a little less stressed, (laughs) next week we are going to stress ourselves out again by thinking about all those big money mistakes we've made. Don't worry about it. Everybody makes money mistakes. Even the really, really smart people have made some gut-wrenching financial mistakes. The dumb things smart people do with their money. Jill Schlesinger joins the conversation next week. Yes, you know Jill, analyst for CBS News. And she has her own Jill on Money radio show and podcast. And now her new book, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money. We'll talk to Jill next week. You have a fantastic weekend. We raise our glass and cheers to being financially confident women. If you have a personal finance question or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to Sandy at Sandy at RochesterBuzz.com. New episode every Friday. Listen, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Seven Figures podcast. Smart money strategies for women.